Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with promo code Locked On to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Folks, we are going to talk about the largest second half comeback in the FBS this year. We're going to talk about Mr. MJ Morris walking through those doors. We can't call him MJ no more. He is MJ after that performance. And we're going to talk about how this team performed against Ken's Keys and why what we saw in this game should give optimism for not just the, the rest of this season, but potentially the future of NC State as well. Stick with us as we cover all this and more on today's episode of Locked on Wolfpack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So first thing first, y'all know I love gloating when I'm when I'm right about something. Did I not tell y'all that a 13 and a half point line was kind of crazy? It was kind of crazy. And even though I predicted the game to be 20 to seven, I still felt like anytime you're relying on a, a great defense, even if it's an all time great defense, you can never account for when they have a random moment where they just kind of crack a little bit. Right. Like even if you look at the greatest defenses in history, college, NFL, et cetera, doesn't matter. The 85 Bears allowed three point three points per game in the playoffs. They played three playoff games. The only team to score against them was the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and the Patriots only scored 10 points. So that was what they were, right? But when they played the Dolphins, Dan Marino came in there, and those Dolphins defended that 72 undefeated season. It's it's the reality of the unfortunate part about defense, a great defense. A great offense, you can get it wrong for like six series straight. And as long as after those six series you catch on and catch fire – you're still going to put up a good amount of points. It's all the same. A great defense, you have to do it right every single time. Again and again and again. In the first quarter, you got to do it right. In the second quarter, you got to do it right. In the third quarter, you got to do it right. In the fourth quarter, you got to do it right. In overtime, if you go there, you got to do it right or else the numbers are going to make it look as if you're not doing it right. And in this game, a lot of people talked about, man, we surrendered so many big plays and there were flashes of, of last year and our DBs, getting uh, burnt like like they or getting beat like they stole some uh, coming back, which I mean, yes, those were those were plays in which y'all know how I feel about the offensive push off. So I don't want to hear nothing about um, the Caleb, the receiver from uh, Virginia Tech, pushing off of Shaheen battle on that um, on the, the long touchdown. I don't want to hear about it. I don't care to hear about it. You at the end of the day, the refs ain't never going to call it. So you got to play through it. Now, with that being said, this was still an event of this was still an event of the defense showed up and showed out and did their thing all the way through our offense struggled early I believe the halftime score was about three to zero and and so um it was there were points in the game where where it's like man I they were talking about the under over and all that and I said listen we need to go ahead and, and hammer that under because the the under over was like 30 at the half and then all of a sudden all of a sudden it just this offense just kind of took up. 
up and, and took off in the second half there. So yeah, it was three zip state at, at halftime. And then in the third quarter, that's when Virginia Tech just went off on that explosion of points uh, where, you know, it, it just seemed like whatever Caleb Smith wanted, he got. Whatever he wanted, he got. I mean, there's a 85-yard touchdown in there to him. There's also a big 50-yard pass or so to him in there. It, I'm, I'm not going to tell you no lies about this game. Now, it, it, it was a game in which um, Caleb Smith had three receptions for 141 yards and that 185-yard touchdown. But other than that, other than the moments that, that that offense from Virginia Tech showed in the first, I'm sorry, in the third quarter, other than Grant Wells and that one really good run and the, the three big plays to uh, Smith, this, this defense did a phenomenal job. This defense did a flatly phenomenal job. And yes, I know that Virginia Tech's offense was banged up. I'm, listen, I'm not denying that, not saying that that didn't factor into it at all. However, um, MJ Morris showing up and doing his thing that's the story of the night. That's the story tonight. And yes, the defense allowed, I want to say it was 247 or whatever the case may be, yards in the third quarter. But then in the fourth, they allowed negative two. That's that's how you show up. It's not, it's never about, even when I talk about great defenses and having to be great all the time, I don't hold folks to a, a standard which is like flatly unattainable. Because even if you look at some of the best defenses in the country this year, even if you look at some of the best teams in the country this year, everybody has moments where there's a lapse. But normally, there's that's where the balance comes in. That's where the complementary comes in. It's a case of, well, we can't really score right now. Our defense is going to hold them and do great things. Or our defense is looking a little shaky right now. It's all right. Our offense is rolling and trucking. And, you know, either our defense is going to figure it out or it's going to be a shootout. That's what great teams do. And in this game, this team just found a way to win, which, I mean, hey, I, I thought that the line was crazy. I thought that it was excessive, but I thought that this team was going to win the game outright and and State proved me right. And, and they proved me right in a way that I didn't see coming. I didn't see uh, – I did not foresee uh, Jack Chambers being, you know, that off target. And I didn't foresee MJ Morris stepping up to lead us to all of those touchdown drives when – Again, when we look at this game, you talk about what happened in the second half as being what allowed us to uh, win this game, right? Three second half touchdowns. Okay, great. When you look at that, the thing that I, I think needs to be talked about, needs to be discussed, needs to be you know respected in terms of this is important, is the fact that we're looking, we're looking at a situation where. MJ Morris led this team on touchdown drive after touchdown drive after touchdown drive. Okay. You're looking at uh, from the, the fourth, I'm sorry, from the third quarter at four minutes left, we had one touchdown drive. And then you go into the fourth quarter and you say, okay, well, we finally scored a touchdown. We got the monkey off our back, but what can we do in terms of continuing uh, in terms of continuing that momentum and, and showing something that is going to be good and positive for this team. Then we score another touchdown to start off the fourth quarter, and then they get the ball back. We get another very quick three and out. The defense doing what they must do again, and then we get yet another touchdown, uh, this time on a screen pass to Thayer Thomas to take the lead. And so to me, and then after that, we get enough uh, first downs to run the clock out. 
to me, it's very simple. When when the fire was caught, it was maintained throughout the ending of the game. That is what won this game. That's what won this game. The the offense finally showing up and, and showing a post. And of course, do you want to see more than 22 points from your offense? Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. In today's game, that's designed for all this spacing and movement and, and fluid and free movement and defenses. You can't hit the quarterback here, there, anywhere, really, and all that good stuff. The game is designed for points. The average, uh, I believe that the, the number a couple years ago was the average FBS team scores about 30 points a game. So, yes, 22 is slightly below that. It is less than, actually, it's not slightly. It's a good number below that. It's less than ideal. But the given the context, give, excuse me, given the situation of a freshman stepping in for a senior, that ACC player of the year, preseason player of the year, down for the year, a fifth-year tr- transfer, words are beating me up today, I'm sorry, y'all, a fifth-year transfer, graduate transfer, who can't seem to get the job done. And then the freshman just shows up and shows out. He does it with his legs. He does it with his arm. He does it in an uh, amazingly accurate fashion. That has to be the story of the night. And you know what? And and I want to say this before we go to break. I want to say that this game is a direct shout out to how good um, Tony Gibson is. It's a direct shout out to how good Tony Gibson is. And I want you to think about it from this standpoint. That defense gave up 21 points and everybody was concerned. They only gave up points in one quarter. Yes, 21 is a ton of points to give up in one quarter, but they only gave up points in one quarter. And yet everybody was like, oh man, what's going on here? What's what's happening with this this uh, this defense. What are we doing wrong? Why why can't we get things done? That is a direct direct reflection that Tony Gibson has something rolling here that is serious. That is so so serious. I I don't really see how you could say anything other than this is that's the type of stuff that leads to uh, winning football. Having the expectation of dominance to the point where you're allowing less than what the average is to where you're literally three bad plays away from a totally different situation. Because let's be honest, that first drive out of halftime, yes, Virginia Tech had their way. They methodically marched it downfield, did what they wanted to do. Other than that drive, everything else was one big play and then two big plays. It wasn't like Virginia Tech was just like, hey, whatever we want, we're going to get and y'all are just going to take it. And that's down on that. Wasn't the case. So, Shout out to, to Tony Gibson. It's, it's a great job uh, by him again. And I, I don't want him and that defense and what they did again. Outside of the third quarter, lights out. Not a single point allowed. So with that being said, this team, all love. They That that defense deserves all the love. MJ Morris is getting all the love, which he deserves, for stepping up in a way that he did. But again, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that defense and and what they did in terms of holding it down and, and making sure that we had uh we had a, a a fighting chance in this game even if we could only put up three points in the first half. All right. And as I talked to you about earlier, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football season. Trust me, it's easy to get started and easy to play while you're watching your favorite team play. There is all you have to do is go to the underdog website, create an account, look at the different pick choices for your team each week, 
And if you want to bet on how many yards MJ Morris is or is not going to have next week, how many yards Jordan Houston is or is not going to have next week, go ahead and take it. If you're going with uh, Florida's Anthony Richardson with less than 162 and a half passing yards, go for it. If you're going for Brock Bowers having more than 59 and a half receiving yards, go for it. If you're going for or Aronde Gadsden to show out and, and dominate Notre Dame like he did against us. Absolutely go for it. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players on any team and decide if they'll finish higher or lower. So sign up with promo code LOCKEDON and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store and Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code LOCKEDON. Get in on the college football pick em action today. So the next thing that I want to talk to you all about is how this team performed against Ken's keys. Now, the first key was um, one touchdown in the first quarter. I wanted to see one touchdown in the first. I, I thought that we'd be able to get that done. We did not score a single point in the first. So that's a no there. QBR of 60 or more by Chambers or Morris or or both combined didn't really matter. I just thought somebody had to be above serviceable. This is actually a, a very interesting one because MJ Morris had a QBR of 47.8, which means he was technically considered below average, which I don't know if I'd agree with that. I'm not sure if I say that he was below average on the night. I mean, a completion percentage that is um, a little over... 67%, 265 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Although he did throw a very interceptable ball on that first um, attempt to the end zone there, it, that was the case. But also, our running game gave precious little on the night. I mean, uh, we, in total now, in total, there were, out of our backs, we got 12 carries for, I want to say, 40-some yards? forty, Yeah, 41 yards. I'm not sure if I – or 13 carries for 44 yards. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if our, our running game gave enough for me to say, hey, he didn't perform well, and that's that's the problem there. Thayer Thomas showed up and did Thayer Thomas things as always. 10 receptions, 118 yards, and two touchdowns. But I I still don't understand the two big passes uh, – or the big pass to Timmons, rather. That was a huge deal. Another pass to Timmons that should have been caught, should have been a huge play. It just didn't work out. I'm very confused as to how that quarterback rating was gotten, but sure, whatever. No, no, um, no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your words should not be stopping you getting no QBR of over 60. Now I said one pass of 30 plus yards, one completed pass of 30 plus yards. MJ had multiple, the 35 yarder to Thayer Thomas, the 43 yarder to, to Rail Timmons Jr., so we got that one done. The first offensive one that we got done. Um, zero points allowed in the first half. Now we're transitioning over to the defense. The defense, zero points allowed in the first half, which was the goal. Two turnovers or more. We did not uh, hit our goal in terms of turnovers. I I mean, Grant Wells had, I what I would say, one of his best games of the season. I I could be wrong there, but I think he looked as good as I've seen him at pretty much any point this season um, and less than 300 yards. We allowed 293 as a team. So they got the job done, right? They got the job done. They, they, they did what needed to be done in terms of um, in terms of 
getting the, the, the keys in. They went three of six against the keys, which really I feel like it should be four of six. I would like to know how that QBR was calculated, but a win is a win is a win, right? And again, what do I keep telling people about this team? I said the same thing at the end of the Florida State game that I'll say here. Not only is a win a win, you can't say this is the same old NC State team because they're finding ways to win games that traditionally would have been losses. Traditionally, this team has every reason to pack it in and say, hey, man, you know, Clemson's looking good again, and I don't think they're going to lose one this year. And You know, we, we've already lost two conference games, so we're probably not going to get there. And, you know, with that being said, it's just uh, another regular old seven-win, six-win season. That's all we – that's all we can do here in Raleigh. That's all. But this team has decided wholeheartedly against that. This team is still showing up against that. This team is still um, making ways and finding ways to win games. Again, was the offense perfect? No. Was the offense amazing? Three points in the first half. No. Not going to lie to you and say that the offense was amazing in the first half. But they found a way to win. At the end of the day, that is all that matters. You find a way to do enough. Now, of course, doing enough against a two-win team is not something that should be, you know, lauded as this is a great team. Not at all. And, and y'all notice I have not said that once. I have not said that this is now a great team because MJ Moore seems that final confidence. This is a team with a, a really good defense, with a great defense, with an offense that's, that's trying to figure it out. And I'm going to tell you this. If I'm Coach Beck, you're coaching for your life right now, brother. You're coaching for your life. I personally, I personally would not bring him back regardless. But if you can make something shake, if you can make that best case scenario shake with this unit, man, I'll tell you what, it's it'll be hard. Winning cures all. Okay? They say love covers a multitude of sins. So does winning. And I'll tell you what, if you go down the stretch here, and you win out of these last four games, three, maybe even all four, everybody forgets the struggles you had in the early season. MJ Morris goes out there and lights it up and looks amazing, looks like one of those guys that next year, uh, if Devin Leary decides to go to the league or, or transfer elsewhere, you look like a guy that 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 is a, a potential Heisman candidate or something like that going into next year to end this season. I'm going to tell you, you may save your job here because – Everybody has their opinions and everybody has their things. And I've said myself that I think, hey, he should have been left on the tarmac out, out there in South Carolina. But with that being said, again, if you win, it's a lot easier to make your case for, I still deserve a job around here. If this offense is putting up, you know, I, I wouldn't say that 22 is enough, even though it should have been 24. We went for it for two when we just didn't need to. That's another show for another time. If, if you say, you know, this team's going to put up, 30, 35 a game, it's hard to say, hey, we got to get rid of this guy. So um, with that being said, I, I, I don't want anybody to kind of lose sight of the fact that MJ Morris is still a freshman. There will still be freshman mistakes. Uh, he made some freshman mistakes in this game. You know what I mean? There were some passes. Uh, the the seam pass that he kind of forced into Trent Penix when the dump off was right in front of him wide open. Those are things that over time he's going to learn. He's going to see it and he's going to say, you know what? I think that is the better option when he took off. And again, had to dump off right in front of him to the back wide open. He took off, didn't get the, uh, didn't get to the first down marker, but it, 
it's it's those things that he's a freshman, he's learning, he'll figure it out. But all in all, I think that the future is in good hands here. I think the future is in good hands. You know, lots of folks were beating the table talking about what a big-time player MJ Morris is, and he showed and proved um, Thursday night. So that's that's my take there. And, and um, as we get out of here, we're just going to recap those things after we get a word from our local sponsors. And we're back. So we're about to land this thing. But again, what an amazing comeback. What an amazing comeback. The third quarter was a complete and total lapse by this defense. Um, you know, it, it, and again, when you see 21 points, you you think of a certain thing. You think of a team just getting beat up and bullied out there and all that. That wasn't the case. Virginia Tech hit four big plays, in essence, and for the, to account for two entire drives, basically four big plays, 185-yard touchdown, 150- or 60-yarder, and then a, a big run. And there was one sustained drive where Virginia Tech did what they wanted to do and had their way. But other than that, this defense showed up big time. MJ Morris and this offense, Thayer Thomas, they stepped up in the second half and they got the job done. A win is a win is a win. You can't call them same old Wolfpack if if they're finding ways to win, which is what happened in this game. Thank you so very much for coming out, Wolfpack Nation. I appreciate y'all every single time. This show keeps growing and glowing, and it's only because of y'all. Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 